millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, Max Rush and Charlie Baker with you for the H&J Daily. Just give uh, huge fans of H&J who don't like us, a minute to turn the pot off. Oh, yeah, terrible. Okay, now, thanks for st- sticking with I'm us. Please, uh, those people are gone. Yeah, yeah, we hate them. Uh, right, so on the, uh, what are we going to put in, Charlie? Adam Rowe, Liverpool. Adam Rowe was very, very funny and uh, delighted and slightly hungover, but managed to have some sense of clarity about Liverpool winning. Yeah, we've got Autobiography Wars, Bruce Forsyth versus Henry Blofeld. We won't yeah. tell you who wins. No. It was a great game. I mean, as we all know, it's pr- pretty much foregone conclusion. Yeah. Well. Uh, we had uh, we had some fun reading out some uh, vignettes. We from did, the papers, a bit of vignettes. And Martin, uh, Martin Kellner. Kellner. Oh. What a pro he is. So here's the pod. Hope you enjoy it. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Max. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm very um, sad this week. Oh, why is that? Um, my team, Talk United, yeah. have sold my favourite player of Talk United, mm-hmm. Jamie Reid, yes. to Mansfield Town, well, which I know is the it's top a, it's a bigger line club. story. It's a bigger club, isn't it? I don't think, I'm not sure it is a bigger club, yeah. just in a higher league. Who's a bigger club, Mansfield or Torquay? <laughs> I mean, it'd be an interesting way to take the show. I mean, there, look, there is only one place we can start, and what a brilliant header from Jay Rodriguez yesterday, and a much-needed 1-0 win for Burnley. Really was, and the way he stooped down and sort of flicked it yeah, on past the keeper. It was a great cross from Dwight McNeil as well. I thought it was a lovely goal. Well done to uh, The well only, th- to only thing to talk about is Mansfield Town and Jay Rodriguez. <laughs> Jay Rodriguez. Um, well, listen, I, 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 look, well done to Liverpool. I think um, we all knew it would happen. And yeah. even still, it's, it's funny, isn't it? We all knew this was going to happen. And yet, obviously, so many people waiting for that outpouring of emotion. Um, uh, probably not a good idea to, to everyone en masse go to, to hang out outside Anfield. I do think, uh, you know, a lot of journalists wrote articles saying, oh, no Liverpool fans will do that for some reason. But having said that, had Arsenal won the league or yeah. Man United or Manchester or whoever, I mean, Arsenal, sorry, that's not, wasn't meant as a joke. I was just picking a team out who have won the league once before. Some of their fans would have done it as well. I, it made me happy seeing how happy Jamie Carragher was. <laughs> <laughs> I had to message him today going, how fun is it to see how happy Jamie Carragher, you know, it was yeah. sort of infectious joy that he had sort of whatever I opened whatever I turned on the TV or Twitter or Instagram whatever, there he was just grinning away thinking yeah. you know and, and I like I thought the thing that Sky did you know with Gary Neville was, was really funny, nice yeah, Graham Souness playing you know to Dave Jones we can do this the easy way or the hard way it was a brilliant line <laughs> yeah. in that wasn't very it? good that city Liverpool as a city is got so much energy in it and, and and it's like going to another country when you go there I always think the people are so so in their city they're so connected Connected to their city, that for them, for them to finally win it again. Thir- I mean, thirty years is a long time to wait. I mean, they haven't had to. I will say they've not won nothing in in the 
middle years. <laughs> yes. I mean, they, they have won the Champions League a couple la- of times. I don't feel yeah. that sorry no, for in them. In the last 30 years, they have won more trophies than sort of pretty much the rest of yeah. professional football put together. Yeah. Give or take, you know, take City out of it, and then you're sort of, you know, maybe United and Chelsea, and then you just go, okay, yeah. more than, you know, more than my or your club or anyone's will ever win. The Bleacher Report did a really nice animation did you see it it was a lovely no. animation it's sort of oh, yes, began in 1990 yeah, yeah. with a dad and his son and the dad getting sort of older and older and and sort of it was really moving and he passed away and he had his scarf the son had his scarf yeah and then the son has a, a daughter and then he's taking her to anfield and, and it had all these you know all those moments of hurt you know aguero goal the slip and all those things yeah. and you know a west ham fan replied going if they did that animation for West Ham, it'd be like the evolution of man. <laughs> you know, it, would, it would go on for hundreds and hundreds of years. There are so many football fans, yes, who will never experience mm. the all all the victories that Liverpool have had in the last 30 years. Yeah. So I think the point is they were so dominant, weren't they? They were so, so dominant for so long that, you, they, that you'd think it would never disappear. But here they are. And also with the right manager and the right team no weak link in that team just fantastic football it's very hard to be successful and popular let me tell you Charlie (laughs) well (laughs) I think you've established that Max (laughs) being being neither but but um I think that is a real achievement of of Jurgen Klopp is to bring everybody together you know carry everybody with him management not just in football, in anything, is difficult, right? Because you've got to try and keep everybody happy. And a football team is probably one of the hardest places because you've got elite sports people who are inherently very selfish, who all want to play every minute of every game. Yeah. To get everybody with you and carry you with you is is sensational. And um, Barney Ronnie wrote a piece in The Guardian as well saying, you know, a lot of football clubs ha- are not very well run or they have some somewhere in the chain of command there is somebody who's not very good at it yeah. and it can all fall apart and Liverpool have just found through I mean imagine judgement and a bit of luck just every single piece of the jigsaw is working and it means they are a delight to watch and they've got so many players makes the dream work Max now, if you and they, to... they found out the news as, yes. we, as we saw last night mm-hmm. in a hotel that looked a bit like a sort of posh travel lodge just off the M6 Yes, just that—that's which I thought was a pretty underwhelming place to to see that you'd won the the Premier League. I mean, they didn't say where the hotel was. I'm sure it was somewhere very nice. Yeah, in Cheshire, it was somewhere. a bit grey. It was a bit metallic, it was wasn't a bit grey it? Grey and metallic. Where did you in want them to boardroom? Where, where did you want them to be? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just like in a in a either in a nice sort of bar somewhere yeah. or, or someone's house something that, that one in Le- Le- remember when Leicester yes. saw they'd won the league yeah, yeah. they were at someone whose house yeah. were they were at Jamie sure. Vardy's probably. house or something he was probably having a party probably um, but um, yeah they, it just looked like a sort of underwhelming place to discover you'd won yeah. the Premier League a lot for of the desks, first time desks weren't yeah. there so we would like to do on the text underwhelming places that you've got good news um, Stephen says or I got, bad news just uh, news big yeah. news Stephen says I got a text to say my mum's scan on her kidneys showed no cancer while I was waiting to get my teeth pulled out at the dentist <laughs> um, uh, uh, in art says uh, I was changing a barrel in a cellar when I got my degree result um, this is from uh, Cinco says uh, I got offered my first qualified legal job over the phone in a car park in Luton that's <laughs> lovely isn't that lovely yeah I was only there says I got an email saying I'd won a thir- 30 quid on the lottery while on the toilet the other day so yeah that's keep, nice. keep nice. those coming please uh, Craig in Oxford says I was in a multi-storey car park in Bracknell <laughs> when I found out our offer for our first, first house was accepted <laughs> lovely uh, Mez, underwhelming Mez says I was at a petrol station when I found out I qualified 
as a doctor. So, yes, please. Uh, un- underwhelming places that uh, uh, you have received good news. We're getting a lot of messages, Max. Well, not a lot. We're getting some messages saying, is this all you're going to talk about? What? Jamie Reid moving to Mansfield Town. Uh, well, that's not all we're going to talk about. Um, we're also getting some messages. My friend Rob Thomas just been on. He's a big Liverpool fan. Hello, Rob. And he said, uh, not listened to the radio in years. Can't get enough of it today. <laughs> and then he tells me the name of the uh, golf and spa place they were at. Oh, right. The actual hotel. I'm not okay. going to say it. Well, you can. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't have to give them free advertising. The, you can the, if you want. The premier in... Was it? <laughs> it wasn't. Was it? <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, Simon says... Uh, Put your hands on your head. <laughs> <laughs> he says, all right, we get it. Liverpool have won the league. Get over it. Move on for the love of God. Oh, OK. Simon, um, married male, 48, Everton fan. There we uh, are. I like this. You want to read this message from a Tranmere? Oh, yeah. Can, uh, something for everyone else. This is, um, can Tranmere have a minute on the show, please? Of course. I love Tranmere Rovers. Well, yeah. I don't love them. Super White Army. Relegated by our competitors voting for their own safety by 0.04 imaginary <laughs> points with 10 games left. I mean, they, they did come out of all the people yeah, voted out they of... Really did. They did come out of it worse. We had Mark... Uh, who do we have on, Mark? Mark Palios. Mark Palios, Palios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then whilst teams who voted to end the season have a playoff to take our place and there's fireworks <laughs> overhead celebrating our neighbours being the best team in the world, can we have a hug? You can have a virtual hug. Here's a hug. virtual hug. Um, annoying neighbours, we could do that, Max. Yeah, why Let not? us know about your do annoying you, neighbours. Do you hate your neighbours, 1889? Yeah. Are your neighbours much more successful than you? Worst thing your neighbours have ever done <laughs> and rubbed it in your face. Eight ten eighty nine. Uh, this is Talks with Jacobs on Talks with Paddy Power, Max Rusher, Charlie Baker, uh, with you until four. Let's talk to Adam Rowe, comedian and Liverpool fan. Adam, congratulations. How are you? What's happening? I am hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honest, I'm uh, I'm powering through that. I'm sure I'll be all right. Yeah, you haven't. Um, I know you haven't drunk for a while, have you, Adam? You've been uh, you've been laying off it. And and then, but you've you've broken you've broken the seal just because Liverpool have come back. Well, not quite. So, uh, about six weeks ago, or well, just over six weeks ago now, I started dieting and I, I swore myself off the alcohol for the off the uh, the old poison for a bit. And then on Sunday, just gone when we played Everton, I'd set that as a date. I was like, the day the footy comes back, the day Liverpool play another game, I'm gonna have a couple of drinks. And then I spoke to me mate, and even to me missus, and was like, I'm not gonna drink for a few weeks again now and even watching the, the Chelsea City game last night I was totally ambivalent to the match like when City equalised I was texting like the other mates people that you know Alfie uh, people that you know Charlie like Alfie and uh, yeah. Rob Thomas yeah and I'm like, I don't I don't really care we'll win it at the Etihad or we'll win it the game after it none of this matters and then the second that the final whistle went <laughs> yeah I felt like someone had told me they'd found a bone marrow donor for me dad. Like it, <laughs> it was just the most overwhelming thing. Uh, and then I, then I cracked open a few beers and broke me my alcohol ban again. How old are you, Adam? I'm 28, so I wasn't even alive last time it happened. So you've had a whole you, life. I mean, you've had a lifetime of, I presume, family members telling you about Liverpool's title victories. Totally, yeah. And obviously, like, my... Because I'm in the comedy industry, it's, it's quite weird. You end up with really good friends of totally different ages. It's not like any other industry in that regard. So 
I've got mates who are like 10 years older than me who I just see as a peer and a, a good mate and they've told me about it as well and there's there's lads who do comedy with season ticket holders for Liverpool um, who sort me out with tickets sometimes and that and it, it, it's all their stories as well and yeah. last night was just something else like the the European Cup for me is still the number one trophy but this was just one that we haven't got so you can oh, stop oh, saying oh. that now you're allowed to stop saying that now, Adam. We know we know you've wanted to win the league for a long, long time, and now you have you can stop saying the European Cup's top trophy though. That's the real quiz. Yeah, totally. I I totally get that, but I take more satisfaction in after all this time having won both and go yeah. the European Cup's still better. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. more satisfying, isn't it? Is there, still be is there a feeling that um, I mean, obviously you've wanted to win it. You'd have won it with any team. You'd have enjoyed winning it winning it with with any team but to win it in this way with this team with this manager is that some added satisfaction yeah like if it, it it's it's a cliche but it sort of it feels like you've got the club that your grand never mind your parents but that your granddad talked about and mm. the, the the principles that Liverpool football club was built on under bill shankley and bob paisley it feels like that's back and he, he shares the jürgen klopp doesn't just you know, play good attacking football and make us look good while we're winning these trophies. He's also he match his principles are akin to the football club yeah, and the and city. Drusden in the city, and it there's there's Everton fans who love him, <laughs> yeah. like who, who hate the fact that they can't hate him because he's just a dead good fella, isn't he? he? And what he's done in four and a half years, if you think about where we were four and a half years ago when he come in. It's it's absolutely bananas what he's managed to do in in such a short amount of time, and he needs a statue. It's he, unbelievable. He, You're so right, and 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 the recruitment's been amazing. And he, you know, we we forget that footballers can improve sometimes. You know, you see a player and you decide this is how good they are, and he he routinely it makes good players better and great players even better still. Absolutely. If you if you think about like who he's brought in. I think the only, what you would call a flop, has been Loris Karius. Like, he, yeah. he didn't have a time at Liverpool and, mm. you know, what what happened towards the end and with him leaving and it now looks like he's going to be coming back at least for a short amount of time before he's moved on. Um, You know, the, the less said about that, the better, really. But other than him, his Man. hit rate's been quite insane. Mm. And these players have come in as, like, everyone laughed when Liverpool bought Mohamed Salah. Like th- think think about that. Yeah, he's undeniably one of the top ten players in the world. I have a like, question for you. I have a question yeah, for you, Adam. Max's, right? Max's, uh, his, Max's big idea. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I've copied it from someone else, but I'll take it for now. Okay. To make it more romantic, how about this? Sign Steven Gerrard right on a short-term deal. Bring him on with twenty minutes to go for the every game for the rest of the season, and he gets a medal. No, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when John Teddy put his kit on and <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I reckon it's Stevie true. G could do a job and he'd help the youngsters around him and it would be mm. a wonderful moment. He could lift the trophy with Jordan Henderson. That I've, would add I've, to the romance. I've got one last question. Where do you stand on the theory that Man City <laughs> threw it last night because they wanted to uh, didn't want Liverpool to win it at the Etihad? Um I think they'll be more embarrassed by the fact they've got to clap us on. So I, no, I don't think like they've got they've got a form a socially distanced tunnel. <laughs> Let us walk through it next week. Now they've got to clap us onto their own pitch. There's no way. And Man, Man City are like, and I don't. I'm not trying to cause a Man City beef, but 
that arrogance enough that they'd be like, we'll beat Liverpool at our yards. They're not going to win it here. They, they, there's no way they were thinking that. Nah, not, not having it. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Sean says, uh, I was down by the river watching the Belfast Birkenhead roll-on, roll-off ferry unload when I got the call to say my wife was well enough to come home after she uh, had contracted COVID. Oh, so there we are. Yeah, I'm watching so the ferry. I was in a WH Smith getting a sandwich when my missus told me she was pregnant with our first child. I just sat on the floor. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great way to react. By the highlight. What does Smith sell? Highlighters, sandwiches. Yeah, no, they, he, might, he might have been sort of midway through the meal deal. So actually oh, yeah. sitting on the floor, he could have picked up the crisps. It could have been perfect. Yeah, a, a beautiful but, fountain pen. Well, I quite like that way of just reacting to good just, news. Just, just sit down. <laughs> I just need to have a sit down. Sit down and think just, about it. Just think about it. Uh, Chris Godfrey, who's a journalist at The Guardian, says, I found out I got my first job at The Guardian while on a treadmill in Haringey's Fitness First. Oh, very um, nice. And Darren in Fazer says, my girlfriend asked me to move in with her while stood by a skip. Oh, um, so, yeah, underwhelming places that you've received good news <laughs> after the Liverpool Was, team were in a sort of... Well, it turns out quite a nice hotel, but it looked quite a sterile environment, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. and, it and it's helping us, even if it was lovely. It's a fun text I topic, to, I used it? to sing at weddings, Max, and... Um, did you? Uh, no one would ever have the check at the end of the night. There'd always, there'd always be a bit of a nightmare getting the money at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And, and um, once I had to get the bride to write me a check. Oh, no. And we were stood by the skip behind the marquee. Oh, no. And I sort of went, I don't think this is how you expected yeah. your wedding day to turn yeah, out. Better, better that than taking the bride to a cash point. Yeah. You know, that yeah, would be yeah, really... Yeah. Can, just get in the car. <laughs> You've got a car there. And she'd be, like, she'd be one of those cash points where it says, actually, it says I've got to pay 185. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to use no, I'm no. not going well, to do that. Weddings are expensive, Max. Well, absolutely. What did, you, what did you open extra. up? What did you open Well, did you open what they asked for? Or? Uh, fly me to the moon. Well, of almost always what they asked for, yeah. which was <laughs> polite, polite, and yeah. then and then just fly me to the moon. Do a Straight general in. jazz set. Oh, that's good. Yeah, all right, and well done. Thanks very much. Guide me to the prunes. Do, 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 do. Anyway, anyway, that's come it. on. On to important things. Uh, by the it's... way, if you're just joining us, mm. uh, Liverpool won a title last <laughs> first time in 30 years. Then, if you knew that, uh, Chelsea were playing Manchester City, and then Manchester needed to win, and they didn't yeah. win. Um, although I was a bit disappointed with because uh, you know Chelsea had that. One cleared off the line was oh, utterly yeah. ludicrous. And then the first, before you saw that Fernandinho had handballed it, you thought, another one that's maybe City are going to win. And then and then Liverpool will lose every game and Liverpool won't oh, win the title. Wow. It'll, be, it'll be another one of those 11 millimetres or whatever. Anyway, they didn't. Anyway, they didn't, Max, did no, they? Liverpool won the league. Well done, first Liverpool. time in 30 years. It I don't is know if you know that. Time. Yes, what a, what a wonderful time yeah. for all of them. But other people exist. Yes. And now it's your time. It's Autobiography Wars, Max. Yes, Autobiography Wars oh, yes, yeah, is a yeah. very popular segment on our Saturday show, isn't yes, it, Max? Well, we, we, well hope, we hope so. Well, we, we keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> no one's told us to, t- to stop doing it yet. Or no not, one said don't do it Not yet. many people have said stop doing it, so we and regard we do, that as a massive success. What we do is we take an entertainer's autobiography mm-hmm. and a sports person's autobiography. Yes. And we have a random number generator that generates page numbers, mm-hmm. and we put up store one page the story on the page against the other story yeah on one the, paragraph on the page. from that page best of three so far we've done it seven times mm-hmm. and no one yet has beaten bruce Forsyth. he's seen off ian rush harry redknapp frankie detori how howard webb <laughs> howard webb was that a really easy game that was yeah. a very easy game we, i was away at lincoln <laughs> <laughs> my yellow card was slightly creased <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't difficult. It wasn't, right. But Bruce okay. is the king of it, and um, they're now. Now, we've not got a proper autobiography today, Max. Oh, dear. What we've got today is someone's 
It's Henry Blofeld. Yes. And it's his about his time on Test Match Special. Okay, that's All fine. the stories from Test Match. So in many ways, what else do you want to know about Henry <laughs> 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 It's got everything you need. It's got it? everything yeah, yeah, you yeah, basically yeah. need, okay. and I think probably we okay. can broadcast. Now, just so you know, um, sometimes when you turn to the page, it's yes. not a page that's suitable for this time of day. You we- had a bit of trouble with <laughs> Dottori last week, didn't you? Twice. Barry Glendening gave you that book and... <laughs> <laughs> now we know why. Barry <laughs> Frankie de Tory's book, and I could not read out two of the three stories we picked out. So, so anyway, here we go. It's Autobiography it, Wars. It, it. Yes, it's Autobiography Wars, Max. I'm just getting up the random number generator. Let's generate the first number on Autobiography Wars. It's 86, page 86, Max. Okay, right. Uh, that challenger always goes first. Yeah, exactly. And it also gives you the time choose a good story mm-hmm. page 86 here we go Tony Greig got what he asked for in the Headingley test he played two courageous innings making 116 and 76 not out his other seven innings produced only 49 runs and Robbins and Holding made a meal of him although I doubt he would ever have admitted it he must have come to regret what he had said as he watched Holding and company race into bowl over the next few weeks Holding was not fit for the first test at Trent Bridge, and with Roberts out of sorts, England got away with a draw. I mean, we, do, we don't... Pretty trouble, rudimentary cricketing The, the, tr- the trouble is, we don't know what Tony Craig said, do we? <laughs> right, so we the story is pretty just sort of... Wasn't a great one from... Here's, here's Bruce Forsyth. Overcoming my reluctance, I bought one of the earliest tape recorders... <laughs> These were not at all like the wonderful miniature machines on sale today. My one was at least two feet high, about nine inches wide, with two big wheels, the size of a large bra. <laughs> what? <laughs> two feet <laughs> Two feet high! <laughs> Crikey, O'Reilly. I had to keep clicking it on and off and laboriously winding it back. Its mechanism also made quite a racket. Talking into it, I would try and I would try and try to do what I'd been told, but in the end I thought, this is just isn't me. I have a high voice. So what? That's me. One of the hardest things in our business is to go on stage and be yourself. Not how you or others think you should be, but how you are. It's one nil Forsyth. It's one nil Forsyth on Autobiography Wars. <laughs> Uh, Richard he's, he's says, "Unbeatable." Richard says, "Stop doing autobiography wars, please." Here we go. Wow, well, Richard. One nil Forsyth. One nil Forsyth. We're going to generate the next page. Oh, it's a late page. Bra- bras are not two feet tall. See <laughs> hey. what you've, I mean, you've I'm no you've expert. Met, you've, met the, you've met the wrong women. Okay, you've obviously never been to Plymouth, right? Here we go. Two six six, Matt. Two six six. Two six six. England went on to win the Test match but not before TMS had learned the secret of how Geoffrey Boycott protected his wealth. On the last day, he and Ed Smith were on the air together early in Pakistan's second innings. They were a couple of wickets down, and Boycott said that the odds of were very much in England's favour. Smith replied that cold logic would have told us that the odds at that point were in favour of Pakistan. Boycott would have none of it, and said he would have a bet with Smith that England would win the match. Smith reiterated what he'd said before and Boycott pretended they had made a bet. Before long, it became clear that England were going to win and Boycott, tongue-in-cheek, said that Smith owed him money. In order to find a home for it, he got out an impressively full wallet. I'm not sure I'd seen this wallet before. Soon afterwards, he told listeners of his sensible precautions in his playing days with Yorkshire in England. The last thing he did before going out to bat was to take all the folding money out of his wallet and put it in his batting trousers. Oh, it was good, Max. Was it? 
Some good stuff. Okay, it was okay. Oh, okay, right, okay, 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 fine. By now, one extremely upset photographer had ex- has extracted himself from the rhododendrons. <laughs> Screaming abuse, he ran towards us and went to strike Ian on the back of his head with his camera. Paul was having none of this, a stocky and powerful man who looked like a rugby prop forward or club bouncer and had previously worked as a coach driver. He was no stranger to this sort of situation. Coach driver? Getting fights all the time. And he finished the job that Ian had started. Inside... <laughs> kill him. Inside the house, I telephoned the police, and by the time they arrived, the photographer had already filed a complaint. Fortunately, the police took the view that, given the laws of trespass, both Ian and Paul had used reasonable force to protect my property and decided not to press charges. However, it was the first and only time that Ian got a name check on ITN's News at 10. It's 2-0 Forsyth, and that, yeah, was, that was Autobiography Wars. <laughs> Good game, good game. John says, I think we have a winner. There we are, of course. Ah, wonderful performance from Forsyth. He is truly unbeatable. Really is. In the Liver- the Liverpool mm-hmm. FC of Autobiography Wars. Uh, Ashley says, forget Liverpool winning the title. The big talking point on TalkSport this afternoon. Which is the bigger club, Torquay United or Mansfield that is Town? A, that is a big... That is a big uh, have we had much talk about that? No, are we getting no, on no, any ex-players no, at the, all? The, or the, the text, the text, Kevin Hill coming on? The text board has gone... I mean, the phone lines have gone wild. Uh, yeah. But people are so irate about it, it's dangerous to put them on air. Yeah. Kevin and Cardiff on underwhelming... Uh, places to receive good news. So I proposed to my now wife while our Labrador did his business against a salt bin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely one, isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> isn't that a lovely and one? Jamie says, and Jamie says, we're not sure how to pronounce the uh, present participle of valet. Is it valeting or valeting? I'm saying valeting. Okay, fine. I'm saying valeting, but okay. I'm happy to be corrected. I was hoovering Freddie Canute's boot out. <laughs> <laughs> not a euphemism a on my car valeting round valeting round when I found out my partner was pregnant with my daughter Lovely. from Jamie and Essex thank you Jamie very nice um, yes. Freddie Canute a, um, missed it not for the first time <laughs> um, who were Ian and Paul I think that's referring to the Bruce Forsyth story oh no idea uh, who oh, man, I can, we can only read out the paragraph we can't do the rest there of the book are. I mean if if nothing for the last six weeks if you've learnt nothing it's you should buy Bruce Forsyth's autobiography because paragraph after paragraph yeah. is a classic hit the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. 
and a sideways glance over the week's best and worst sport on TV. Hey, Martin, how are you? Not too bad. My eyes very wry today. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. The wryest of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but no good looking sideways, so go away from the microphone but, if I do no, that. So very good I'm point. looking straight forward. Well, I love this part of the show. I love listening. I especially like the references that make me feel young, which is <laughs> rarer, rarer and rarer these days. Hoping yeah. for a Dixon of Dot Green or something today. That'd no, nice. no, earlier than that. Um, now, yes. I saw you tweeted that the first thing you wanted to talk, talk to us about was MTV Cribs. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, right. MTV Chris. Now, I'll tell you why. In recent months, uh, and quite right, the uh, Premier League footballers have had a lot of admiration, a lot of praise for you know the level of social engagement, both on the racism issue, obviously, uh, and Marcus Rashford uh, in the area of child poverty. Absolutely. And it's quite, yeah, absolutely. It's quite right they've uh, had that praise. But where's the fun in that? Where is the fun in just praising? They're wonderful people, these uh, Premier League footballers. What we want is to take the mickey out of their £35,000 watches and those ridiculous headphones that, you know, no human head is really able to carry Mm. uh, and all that. So I turned to MTV Cribs. Right. Uh, It's not a programme I watch on a regular basis. (laughs) I'm not too sure about MTV these days, what their audience is. Because when it first started, it was sensation, wasn't it? It was the first time we'd had... Um, again, this will probably make you feel young, Max, but in the 80s, it was the first time we'd really had pop videos as such. It was the first time the video became an integral part of a, a, of a release of a record. Uh, do you remember records? I, of you? I did my first. My first record was vinyl. It was the Anfield Rap. Right, really? On vinyl, yes. Wow. Yeah, good, eh? Um, you're not just saying that. No, 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 no. I mean, it would, it would really fit, but it was actually mm. the first uh, single I bought. Yeah. Well, t- just before we get on to MTV Cribs, the one thing that really annoys me about Liverpool's um, Liverpool's brilliant achievement this season is the talk of 30 years of hurt. <laughs> they want to try supporting West Ham. They'll see 30 years of hurt. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think we were saying before, I think if they've probably won more... Th- trophies in the last 30 mm. years than most professional football teams put together i haven't done all the maths but you know yeah. so yeah, anyway. we, we can congratulate them but not too much we certainly can not yeah. too much so. anyway but back to mtv yes. cribs so you'll be fascinated uh, to hear about lucas moura's uh, crib i am yes um, yeah well it's what i would describe as a quasi crypto neo-georgian new build <laughs> oh, okay. Wonderful. Okay. I'm, I'm not an expert on property you probably want dion dublin for that but um yeah it's it's a sort of new build but it looks a bit georgian a little bit baronial mm. he's got a swimming pool he's got a brazilian barbecue which looked like it just looked slightly bigger than a normal barbecue <laughs> I can't say, right. and uh, lots of popcorn he absolutely loves popcorn and um, he talked about his lovely wife, Larissa, right. who he says makes the best popcorn. And I thought, <laughs> what is there to making popcorn? Wow. It's corn. You put it in a frying pan and it pops, or you put it in the microwave and mm. it pops. Well, you've never anyway, had Larissa's popcorn, have I've you? I've never had Larissa's popcorn. That does don't, sound- Charlie. Whatever <laughs> you do, Charlie, <laughs> don't. I, said, I have said nothing, Max. I have yeah. said nothing. Anyway, she was quite charming, his wife, Larissa, and his two adorable uh, children. And he's got a lovely uh, Japanese Akita, which is a great dog. It's a, 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 white, it's a Japanese mounting dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it Flash. So there's all sorts of stuff about Lucas Mora you didn't know. Yeah. Um, but I, what I didn't understand, because as I said, I don't really know who watches MTV uh, on a regular basis. I, I suspect they've not got the, you know, the, the total youth audience that they used to have when, when they first started. 
But they must have annoyed us with a short attention span because every time Lucas Moura went into a different room, he said, MTV, this is my kitchen. MTV, this is my bathroom. MTV. And I thought, well, this is, it's on the screen. It says MTV. How often do you need reminding that it's MTV? And also, unless, unless you know, he's got a very strange house, it's, it's normally pretty obvious when you're in a bathroom or in a kitchen, isn't it? Absolutely, totally. I mean, he told us the two sinks. This is Larissa's sink. This is my sink. Oh, sometimes sinks. he's yeah, but he says sometimes we use each other's. Oh. And then he said that the only thing that you could really uh, you know he seemed a perfectly decent chap, as I say, with a lovely wife, two adorable children. The only bit where you could take the Mickey is where he went. He said MTV. This is my bedroom, and he flopped on the bed and said, "This is where the magic happens." Oh no, oh, lovely, yeah, it was a bit, lovely. Little bit partridge. Uh, maybe that's where. Um, maybe that's where Larissa makes her popcorn. <laughs> now, Who <Charlie>? knows? <laughs> we knew it was coming, didn't we? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I just imagine the producer saying, "I've got a great idea for the bedroom scene, Lucas," and yes. him going, "I don't really understand. You know, it's not my first language." Okay, well, whatever you say. Um, oh well, I, well, was it just Lucas Moore's house, or did they run no, to? Oh, no, no, we had David Louise's house as oh, well. Okay. Um, now, David Louise seems to live with his, or at least he was showing us around the house with his friend Gustavo. Right. Um, so there was no lovely wife, there's no Japanese dog there. He does have a bigger fridge than Lucas Moura. Right, well, that's now, important. These are the It is important. Yeah, whether that sort of uh, reflects his status in the Premier League or not, I don't know. But it's the same thing, MTV, this is my lounge. MTV, uh, this is my bathroom. Uh, the, oh, yeah, the, the only other thing is uh, David Lewis seemed, seemed, again, a perfectly charming chap, um, but not quite as funny as Lucas Moura, oh. because when he pointed to the bed, which, as we know, is where the magic happens, uh, he said, this is my side of the bed where I sleep, this is where Larissa sleeps, but sometimes I get in her side of the bed just to tease her. So hang on, oh, David Louise is going out with Larissa as well? Oh, no, it's no, oh, no, no, he's going out. Well, I don't know who he's going out with, but he uh, appears to be living with his friend Gustavo. Right, I see, right. So any more? Sorry, I got confused. Would have been uh, good yeah, if when Lucas Moura got on the bed and said, <laughs> this is where the magic happens, he'd pulled out like some cards <laughs> or, a, or a rabbit out of a hat. And, oh, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> or if he cut Larissa in half. <laughs> yeah, that would have been uh, top, top. Uh, something else. Something else. I watched this yes. week because uh, I think we're finished with, uh, <laughs> with Lucas and David know. Lewis for the time being. I think. I just thought it was interesting that he teases Larissa by sleeping on her side of the bed. Ooh. You incorrigible wag, oh. Lucas Moura. <laughs> um, the the other thing that, um, that I watched this week. Well, obviously, I've been watching the football. A lot of which I know you, you probably can't say this on Talk Sport. Um, because there's so many matches live on TalkSport 2 and everything, but a lot of it has been really poor. Oh, uh, come been on now, wa- Martin. Uh, well, if you're sitting there watching <laughs> West Ham's inevitable descent into the second division, you know, you're not going to enjoy it, um, you know, to any great degree. On, on Sky, did- on Sky, they, the, the report of the uh, Leicester-Brighton game was, uh, it just said, Neil Mopai's missed penalty was one of... Uh, three shots on target in a very tactical game is what they call it <laughs> it's the brand they have to keep the brand going but really a lot of it has been that was I mean that was a particularly bad match are you crowd noise um, on or off Martin 
A crowd noise off, actually. I started yeah. with uh, crowd noise on, but then I thought I'd like to see what it's, you know, what the play because the players don't hear that, do they? No. Do the players, they don't have anything piped in. No, no, no. Gives me a headache. Some, them have, some of them have those earbuds and they have the crowd noise, <laughs> you know, so they can just get abused by fans. They can keep it real. <laughs> Apparently, in, in Serie A, Antonio Conte is, swears so loudly that it, uh, that and Gigi Buffon's voice oh. is so deep that these are the two is best it? things to listen to, yeah. Oh, well, there's a good tip. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, usually you have the, the correct, you know, because I say the matches have been, sort of the first half of pretty well all the matches have been so insipid. I, I get the reality with the, with the crowd switched off because that, that's, and certainly the London Stadium, that's what the crowd would sound like <laughs> uh, if it was switched off. Uh, switched on. I watched uh, Doc and Daryl, which is another brilliant one of these uh, 30 for 30 oh, uh, documentaries okay. about Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Who I don't, you familiar I, with them? I am. I, oh, hang on. I do. I know the name Daryl Strawberry. I just can't remember anything about him. Well, he was just brilliant. I mean, he was. He, you know, he was a brilliant batter. And Doc Gooden, Dwight Gooden, was a brilliant pitcher. Oh. Right. Um, but they shared the glory days of the Mets in the sort of mid eighties, uh, and then um, they their, their downfall was. All, it was almost like a George Best story um, in duplicate because they both had this downfall with drugs and drink and all that, and they both spent time in the same prison together. Eventually, what they did on this ESPN documentary which was uh, directed and produced by Judd Apatow, which made it particularly interesting, obviously because he's such a huge name and Mm. had uh, people like John Stewart was one of the talking heads in there, uh, Bill Maher. So, you know, a lot of big names in American comedy who were Mets fans uh, were in this as well. So it was was an inevitable story, all the inevitability of Greek tragedy, really. And Keith Hernandez, who was another great uh, name for the Mets at that time, he said, you know, when you go from nothing to everything... It's almost inevitable this is going to happen. But I recommend that. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily wholeheartedly recommend the uh, MTV Cribs, <laughs> um, unless you really well, want to see. Well, on that, on that, Martin, we, we have to let you go. But Alex from Bristol says, can someone tell Martin that this is where the magic happens line is said by every person on MTV Cribs? It's ah, in the script. It's a shame, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yes. What, a, what shame. a shame. I thought, Luke, I didn't know that. Obviously, your chap from Bristol is more of a He is. He's more cool who watches MTV? Alex yeah, from Bristol. Uh, Alex in Bristol. He's after yeah. your gig, Alex. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. On the subject of underwhelming places to receive good news. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Jamie O'Hara, uh, I think it's on kickoff tonight at seven. Hosting, oh great. Uh, offered a five-year deal worth a few million while fishing in a bivvy in France for a week. Oh, nice. That's though. good, isn't it? Not not much nicer than just sitting on your own. There. God. One man tent fishing. When am I going to get? When am I just sitting there? Someone going to the loo. When does in a the phone bag? ever ring and say, five years, few million? Yeah, sure. All do right. You, do you See you later. Well, obviously, that's my name. It's part of the Are you a professional footballer, Max? I'm not a professional footballer. No, there no, is, you, you're unlikely to get that call. Absolutely still time. Um, you know, I mentioned that um, Bleacher Report, really nice animation of the, yes. the Liverpool fan. And, well, lovely. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, I'll retweet it right now because uh, then you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a really quite emotional thing about the whole essence of what sport is and it is all about your relationships and your family and I've spoken about it a lot and, uh, and you know, every, everybody has a, you know, a family relationship pretty much that got you in, made you fall in love with whatever sport you love mm-hmm. and this animation was a really beautiful one about the passing of time and what's happened in these 30 years and, uh, you know, a son losing his father but then taking his newly born daughter to Anfield to, you know, to, to, to see them lift the Premier League trophy. 
Obviously, uh, the first West Ham fan got in touch saying that would be the evolution of man yeah. if it was West Ham. <laughs> Jack, as another West Ham fan, says, imagine this animation, but West Ham. It just gets more and more depressing. Then you watch the soul of your club fade and die. Suddenly you support a team you cannot relate to anymore. It's the opposite of what it was. You think, what's the point of football? What is the bleeping point? Then you reluctantly watch another game with no hope and Mikhail Antonio scrambles in a winning goal from a deflected corner and everything is okay again. You think, at least you don't support Sunderland. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. <laughs> but the point of football is that it's your soul, isn't it? It's you. It's the, the fans of the club. No one else is the club. Not the players, not where you play. It's you. That's yeah, the club. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I found that I had quite a lot of wine yesterday, so I was a oh. bit hungover and I get emotional. I thought you were when, a bit off it today. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was a, Just so, a beat off it, you know. Yeah, it was just not quite there. And um, and so, you know, when I, when I am, I, get, I feel a bit emotional, like a, as people, you know, regular listeners will know that, you know, it's sort of a, a 10 second video of a, I don't know, a hedgehog having his hair brushed get with you a going. toothbrush can really get me emotional. But. <laughs> I said, get you going. I mean, I, <laughs> whatever, lights you, whatever lights your candle, Max. <laughs> Listen. Um, so, so it did really, it moved me that video. I'll, okay. I'll, hang on, let me retweet. You you tell us something from the newspapers, yeah, I was going to say you too. Let me, um, let the, me retweet this uh, video. A couple of apologies from the quiz we had before. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also uh, another talking point. Um, it's India. Pale ale, not yes. Indian okay, pale right, ale. Yeah, many apologies. Uh, it's it's British, apparently. This is the TalkSport uh, text here. It's British, and the high amount of hops used meant it was resistant to spoiling, as hops have high antibacterial properties. British exported IPA to India when it was part of the British Empire. So, in some some pride in there, and some <laughs> disappointing I bits of it as well. But there we are. Um, and also, um, Stuart Combe has been on, saying, uh, I heard you say Torquay are a bigger club than Man. Oh, this is the big, uh, what's the, big the, what's the I, I can't see what the problem is here, what the issue is. Um, yes, yeah. 087172 Big issue of the day. Do you want a, a pointless survey? That I've, Why not? Um, Lovely. Learners who pass their driving test first time mm-hmm. are the safest, research confirms. Ah. A third of first-timers have never had an accident, compared to an average seven bumps for those taking six or more tests. Well, the clue is in the fact that you haven't passed six, six times, well. isn't it? Um, there we are. Uh, who do you think, where in the country are you most likely to pass first time? Cornwall. West Midlands. Oh, why? And, uh, why is that? Do they say why? Don't know. No, don't say why. Uh, okay. Londoners have the highest number of accidents. There we are. Yeah, of course they do. Four on average in Wales. Drive. Figures 1.5. There we are. There we are. There we are. There Very we nice, are. Max. Well, Women pa- have fewer accidents than men. Did you pass first time, Max? I did, yes. Yeah, well done, Max. Did Thanks I. very much. I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have, if I'm honest. But um, my dad knew my examiner. So there we are. Um, awful driving. <laughs> A dog walker was showered in stinking offal. Oh dear. When a lorry with uh, slaughtered animal remains breaks suddenly in Stoke. Oh no. Oh, that is unpleasant. It'd be disastrous, wouldn't it? Do you want some perspective uh, for Liverpool fans? Uh, You know, and where we all are Mm -hmm. uh, in all of this? Um, The light from two black holes colliding deep in space has been captured by British scientists. The international team witnessed massive flares created by the colossal cosmic crash. Mm. It was thought impossible that light could escape from black holes, and scientists say it turns astronomy, astrophysics on its head. It's That's what Adrian will be leading with that at four. Astrophysicists, are they all that? 08717 Dr Nicholas Ross of the University of Edinburgh says mm. the optical flash resulting from two black holes colliding and crushing the gas around them is so exciting. And, you know, when that restarts... Sounds like, sounds like me on Boxing Day. <laughs> when, that, when that restarts, we'll have, uh, we'll have full commentary on game day of the uh, black 
coals colliding. My friend who supports Talk United, which are a bigger club than Mansfield, mm-hmm. Chris Lintot, yes. is the presenter, one of the presenters on Sky at Night. He could probably tell us about that. But then I always worry that that's not actually his area of of space expert, ex- of yeah. space you know what i mean how often do you buy new pants max oh yeah i've seen this well very rarely and when i was at sky uh the glory years i used to get free clothes right you okay. get taken oh, shopping okay. twice a okay. week okay. um you know i don't get a five million deal when i'm fishing mm, no, but right. i you know get free you got clothes. that yeah. but i never got free pants so they remained the sort of husk like everything else was quite fancy and my clothes were quite nice and then the pants just not, kept not show pants if you're ever in a show max if you ever go and be in a west end musical like i've been yes the wardrobe department they give you pants show pants show pants All right. well, how would they differ from just your everyday pants have your name written in it's like your six again <laughs> really <laughs> and going to primary school was that so you don't use somebody else's pants no because you do a sweaty old show two shows a day okay yeah. off come the pants Someone in, else washes in, them. You've got a kit man. Kit man oh, washes them. Brilliant. Pull on your own pants. Yeah, okay. Often, a, and then at the end of the show, you normally keep the show pants. Oh, really? I've just, well, I've just invested in some new uh, uh, pants. We have got some audio of uh, Jurgen Klopp oh, in just a say, second. But, you, uh, no, is, no, it, is, it, is it Jurgen Klopp buying new pants? I or? don't know, but I bought some new ones. I mean, they're very expensive pants these mm. days, but when you get a new pair, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. You just feel so in there it's great um, <laughs> really, really, what's the story really Charlie? Held, really what's the, held what's the story Charlie? why do you ask oh it, uh, British men buy new underwear for themselves only once every five years apparently can I recommend Oddballs which is a very good charity and they make nice pants okay of course once every five years well, what happens is people will know this you go from new pants to and then they become your kind of second rate pants but still in the top drawer then they become sports pants yeah Right, so, you know, when, beyond sports pants, oh, yeah. that's when it's just the elastic and there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so, so Liverpool fans will only bought six pairs <laughs> yeah, yeah. of new pants since that's true. they last won the last one. Silas league. says, re-astrophysicists being all that. They are <laughs> until you actually check. Then they might not be. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.